Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of our show today. We are going to have a great show for you as usual. We have a whole lot of video to show you today, so we are going to get busy rather quickly. So how do we start here, folks? How do we start here? ¿Cómo vamos a comenzar? Vamos a comenzar dándoles lo que pasó hoy. We're going to start by giving you what occurred today. First of all, Greg Palace discusses... GOP fraud in the Georgia election. Trump fraud continues. Investigative reporter Greg Bal uh, Palace joins us to discuss the GOP fraud and voter suppression in Georgia. Very important. He's done a whole lot of work there with all those great organizations out there that are on the ground doing what they need to do. We're going to get there. We're going to show you the VP took his injection, his, 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 uh, his uh, vaccine, and so did Dr. Anthony Fauci. So we're going to show you that along with the message that he had to give. I think it's important that we also show that on our networks so that other people that may have second thoughts can take a look at that. Before I get started, welcome aboard, Michael Rudnan. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Bridge, I got that new piece of uh, that new graphic that you sent me, and you did it in a PNG that had the uh, the the um. Invisible area, the transparent area. Thank you so kindly. Okay, Rudnan says, 10 years in prison for illegal streaming. It's part of the COVID-19 relief bill. This has nothing to do with the coronavirus or the people suffering. Bring it up as a separate bill. Let it stand on its own merit. Don't sneak it into a must-pass legislation at the last minute. Better focus on $1,200 and $2,000 relief checks. Hey, I didn't know about that. I got to find out what's going on there, Rudnan. Tell us a little bit more. The idea that both Congress and the people don't get enough time to read the laws being proposed is ridiculous. There is no way to govern. That is no way to govern. That is right. Rudin, I want to know what's going on there with the streaming. That is very, very interesting. I kind of have an idea why they did it, but we'll see. Rudin also says, Congress has held approval ratings in the teens for not only most of this year, but since 2010 when the big money corrupting politics was uncapped. But we have to do our part. It is okay to start blaming big money and all of that, but we have to get sensible. And that's what we all here are doing, Brother Rudnan. Uh, that's what we are all doing here, uh, Bridge MCP. Uh, that is what we have to do. You know, we have to stop completely and entirely blaming big money and all these things. We got to stop it. We are right. It's right. You're correct. But we have to take command and start doing it because it's still one person, one vote. It is still us using our own heads. It is still us going to the right sources. Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Okay, let's get busy. Let's take a look at Vice President taking his vaccine because I think it's something that everybody has got to see. Check it out. That Right behind the monitor, so thank you. Yeah, it was. And I'm so happy to get you. I'm so happy to get you. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. 
Many in our, in our nation are saying, if Dr. Fauci gets the vaccine, I'm going to get the vaccine. So tell us a little bit of why it's important. Well, for me, it's important for two reasons. One is that I'm an attending physician here on the staff at the National Institutes of Health Clinical Center. And so I do see patients. But as important or more important is as a symbol to the rest of the country that I feel extreme confidence in the safety and the efficacy of this vaccine. And I want to encourage everyone who has the opportunity 
to get vaccinated so that we could have a veil of protection over this country that would end this pandemic. Thank you, Dr. Fauci, for coming today. <clears throat> Any last minute questions, concerns? No. All right. I'm going to just scrunch up a little bit here. Trying to get a good intramuscular injection here. Thanks for helping out. Okay, uh, that and that is. I, I wanted to bring both of those to, to, to the to the view so that other folks could see see it, right? And why do I want other folks to see it? Because, folks, I think it is serious that we have to try to tell folks this one isn't the Tuskegee uh, project or anything like that. This vaccine is for real. Please go out there and get vaccinated. Go out there and do what you have to do. Let me address a few things. Mr. Exotic, thank you for being here, first of all. Actually, let me welcome more people. Uh, Bridge MCP, Bo Elsa, thank you for being here from, um, from Periscope. Unfortunately, Periscope will be gone next year, but thank you for coming. Remember to join us on, at, at, uh, on uh, YouTube. Uh, thank you for being here. Hedman, Hedman, thank you for being here. Mr. Exotic, thank you for being here. Lee Grant, Lee Grant, thanks for those words. I mean, yes, thanks for giving uh, Biden the kudos for giving the kudos to Trump for having started Operation uh, speed, Warp Speed. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, you know, but every, any president would have had to do that, and I think we can all be sure of that. It had to be done. Anita Shaw, welcome aboard. Lee Grant, welcome aboard. Uh, Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Uh, my brother, um, uh, let's see who else is here. Uh, para ver. Oh, mi hermano, Norman Reynolds, welcome to le welcome to Politics Done Right. Uh, Deborah John, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. And everybody else, if I missed you, I'll catch you on later. Deborah John, Egberto, what about mobilizing, forming our own agency to conduct investigations on these politicians, especially with these trillions of dollars in stimulus? We need to start demanding these. And by the way, Thank you for saying that, Deborah. It already exists. It's called we. And just like uh, we can do our own investigation research or whatever, that is what we do. Anyhow, um, I want to address something here because MK, uh, you know, kind of disputes whether there's voter suppression. You'll hear Greg Palace talk about voter suppression, but just as, as a side fact, if you had 11 polling places open in Cobb County, Cobb County was a Republican county that went for Donald, for, that went for Biden. And what you did was shut down six of the 11 and made sure that the six that you shut down were in minority community, people of color communities, and the ones that you kept open were far away in, in, in wider communities. That gives you an impression that there is some sort of voter suppression there. But we can also talk about having cars. Those people who live in the cities, many people in the cities use transportation by bus. Many people living in rural areas, they travel by car. Now, to have your registration dependent on having a car registered uh, that is also a form of suppression. We can go over and over again. Now, when it comes to you stating that, oh, they're voting to decertify election, no crackpot group is going to work on attempting to 
to get the election decertified. It's over. The, the only reason they are keeping this alive is to suck some more money out of you, Mr. Exotic. That's why they're doing this. Bam, bam. They want to suck more money out of you as long as you think there is a possibility that your fewer can win. You are willing to keep giving money and money and money to Trump. And as I'm going to show you right here in the next video, a lot of that money is not going to what you, where you think it's going. It's going into your fewer's pocket. Because he has always been a thief. He has always been a thug. He has always been a criminal. He has always been all those things. Crook. All those are good descriptions of Trump. It's codified. It can be proven. And it will be as well. But anyhow, let's here is the proof of how little. First of all, your sources of information. How little they think about the people, our brothers and sisters on the right. Check this out. Do you want proof that Fox News and all these right-wing stations care nothing about their, their watchers, those people who, their viewers? They really don't care. It's about do as I say, but not as I do. Check this out, and then by Chris Hayes, and let's take it on the other side. For the past nine months or so, Rupert Murdoch-owned media entities have, by and large, waged a war against public health and the scientific consensus on containing the coronavirus. On Fox News and elsewhere, they've been playing down the virus and peddling just outright lies and pushing junk science and elevating cranks, all of which has tangibly, materially contributed to behavior that has made the pandemic worse. And what makes it all the more infuriating is that, as we have noted, while Fox hosts have been dismissing the experts and suggesting lockdowns don't work and ridiculing people that avoid the office and follow public health guidelines, many Fox News employees have been working remotely literally at the same time. And so now we arrive at the question of the vaccine. And last night, one of Rupert Murdoch's minions went on air to coyly just ask questions and rail against the offensive pro-vaccine propaganda that's been propagated by all corners of the media and the elite consensus that you should get the vaccine. Quote, on the question of the coronavirus vaccine, our leaders are definitely not pro-choice. Their view is do what you're told and don't complain. Of course, no one is actually telling you what to do. The vaccine is voluntary. In fact, that's literally the reason there is a public relations push to get people to, vaccinate, to get vaccinated, to persuade them in a free country precisely because it's not legally required. The notion that there is something nefarious and suspicious about people like Mike Pence encouraging you to get the vaccine is, of course, nonsense. Of course, this is the same person who questioned whether lockdowns work when literally the reason lockdowns work is the germ theory of disease, which it's safe to say is settled science. I mean, if you don't believe me, just look at what happened in Europe, where the second wave slowed last month after new lockdowns. But of course, all this contrarian posturing is just chum thrown into the water for ratings they can then monetize. It's not meant to be real or serious advice. In fact, Fox News's own lawyers have argued that this particular Rupert Murdoch minion is not a provider of the news as we know it or facts as we commonly understand them, and his audience knows this. Just a remarkable thing for your own attorney to say about you. And so, given all that context, it is not surprising that 89-year-old Rupert Murdoch himself, who of course at that age is high risk, took a convoy of Range Rovers to get his vaccine on Wednesday, 
via the British National Health Service, the socialized medicine provider of the UK. Murdoch even thanked essential workers and the staff of the National Health Service, an institution that is held up as this absolutely demonic specter by Fox News and American healthcare debates. And Murdoch also strongly encouraged people around the world to get the vaccine, precisely the kind of groupthink tyrannical propaganda his network was railing against. It is amazing, isn't it, that they're doing the right thing. The Fox News people, they're staying home when they needed to. They're getting their vaccines. They're doing all the things that they're supposed to do, but they're implying to their viewers not to do it. And the cynicism of all of this, it's, it's several reasons, right? One, it's to keep them working at all costs, whether it costs them their lives or not. Let's make sure that the masses don't fear this COVID thing and make sure they go to work. That is the right-wing way. That is the plutocratic way. That is how things are supposed to be. The other reason is, oh, if you have all these conspiracy theories and things that they're doing, they have control of your mind because they know whatever they say, you are there to listen. Folks, this shows they think. Those of you who are on the right listening to this, they just show their contempt for you. They just show that they mean little to you. They just show that they don't care about you. So why not? Why not? Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength five-hour energy. It contains vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient, portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength, five-hour energy. Get it today at your local HEB store. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Start thinking about what is right for you and not what is right for them to make a buck. Absolutely. Stop thinking about what's right for them to make a buck. Now, uh, I think voting shouldn't be a zero effort. Voting should be, there's nothing in the Constitution, of course, or in no Constitution that says we need to put a, a certain level of difficulty on voting so that low information voters don't vote. My, con my context is that most right-wing voters, except for the wealthy ones who have a reason to vote right-wing, are low-information voters. They don't understand how healthcare works. And I don't mean, I really, honestly, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm just saying if you understood how uh, healthcare worked, you'd understand that private healthcare is nothing more than a plan, plan, uh, choosing which plantation you want to live on for, from, for your slave master to decide what's best for your healthcare, as opposed to Medicare for All, which allows you to choose who will provide your healthcare. If you weren't a low-information listener or, or, or voter for in the right, you would know that. If you weren't a low-information uh, voter, you'd understand that capitalism in the form that we practice it is really biased towards those who have capital, 
and that if you have to ask yourself, why is capital more valuable than humanity? Why is it that whenever we want to pass laws that affect anything financial, the first question isn't, how does this affect humanity? The first question is, how does this affect business? There are a lot of things we have been taught to think. It's low information because it means we hear somebody say it, and we don't go ahead and do any further research. Now, granted, left-wing voters, we have low information left-wing voters as well. But you know what they say, a clock is right twice a day, right? The good thing about a left-information voter is lucky for them, the ones who are low information, that their vote does not materially hurt them. Their vote does not materially take cash out of their pocket. Their vote does not materially hurt their health care. But on the right, not knowing when your right-wing vote actually affects you, that presents a problem. That's all I am saying. And I'm being as respectful as I can to both the left and the right. Because the truth of the matter is a large percentage of voters on all sides are low-information voters. But if you are a low-information voter on the side that provides policies good for all, it don't matter if you're low information, but if you're on one side that hurts people, that even hurts you, then that is a problem. Anyhow, if you want to see how it, the right wing has allowed Donald Trump to just use them as a cash machine, check this out. And then we'll, after this particular video, we'll go to Greg, well, we'll do my, my bag and then we'll go to Greg Palace. Check this out. If we're to make progress in this country, we have to, first of all, be honest. Secondly, we have to dispel the belief that we are a real democracy, one person, one vote. It is absolutely not true. So therefore, um, there's, a, there's a little piece that Chuck Todd did on Sunday that I think everybody should see, but, uh, and then we'll discuss it a little further thereafter. Check this out, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Did President-elect Biden win by a lot or by a little? Take the popular vote this year. Biden won by a sizable amount, four and a half percentage points and seven million raw votes. And as we noted here, a few second largest percentage actually, point margin since the year 2000. It was second only to Obama. Actually, that's not the video that I'm ready to show you yet. I'm going to show you that one afterwards. I want to show you the one where Chris Hayes uh, shows what Donald Trump and his minions are doing to his people. Let's look at that. Then we'll take a look at that other one. Watch how Chris Hayes deconstructs how Donald Trump and his minions are ripping his people off, taking their monies and doing God knows what with it. Well, we know what some of the money is used for. But after seeing this, if they cannot see how they're being used and how we're using the entire instability of the country to make a few bucks for none other than Donald Trump and his minions, what will it take? Take a look at this and then let's take it on the other side. Money, money, money. This entire exercise has been an abject failure in a legal sense, in a political sense, but it has been an absolute boon to fundraise. The New York Times reporting Trump's largest single day for online dona donations actually came after election day, raising almost $750,000 per hour on November 6th. So did his second biggest day and his third. According to the Times, Trump has raised roughly $250 million since Election Day along with the National Party. Now, Trump has been telling supporters the money is funding recounts and legal bills and campaign data, the Georgia Senate races, but that's not entirely 
true. Email and text solicitations have pitched Trump supporters to give to a Georgia election fund, for example, even though no funds go directly to either Republican senator on the ballot. Instead, the fine print shows 75% of the donations to the Georgia fund go to Mr. Trump's new PAC called Save America. And Trump's Save America PAC is not really like other campaign finance vehicles. Washington Post explains, quote, the money in the Save America PAC, unlike money contributed to a standard campaign committee, can be used to benefit Trump in innumerable ways. Memberships at golf clubs, travel, rallies, even payments directly to Trump himself, as long as he declares it his income. That's right. Donald Trump can just keep all that money for himself if he really wants to. I'm not just pulling that idea out of thin air. Back in 2000, when Trump was toying with a run for president, he told Fortune magazine, quote, it's very possible I could be the first presidential candidate to run and make money on it. Now, if you view the post-election activities of Donald Trump purely in terms of an attempted lucrative con, well then, it has been a smashing success not a total failure. New reporting today suggests maybe that is also the case for his re-election campaign. This failure is made worse by the fact it was the first real re-election campaign declared on the first day of the administration. It raised more money than any re-election campaign ever. Do you remember when Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale referred to the campaign as the Death Star, right? That was back in the spring. Like, get ready. They bragged about how they were going to use all this money that they had amassed, more money than anyone ever, to just destroy the opposition. But like the Death Star, things quickly unravel. Brad Parscale was arrested by police outside his Florida house. He ended up stepping down from his role in the campaign. Rumors swirled that maybe Parscale had grifted from the campaign to pay for his $2.4 million waterfront house in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a pair of million-dollar condos, a brand-new $400,000 boat, and another half-million dollars in luxury cars, including a Range Rover and a Ferrari. So the Trump campaign raised more than a billion dollars for his re-election. And then at some point in the campaign, it became clear, like, all of a sudden, the money was gone, leaving the Trump campaign pulling ads in critical states. Remember that? Just before the election, the Associated Press published a story about how Trump plowed through the cash, writing, quote, since 2017, more than $30 million has been paid to firms controlled by Parscale, who was ousted as campaign manager of the summer. An additional $319.4 million was paid to American-made media consultants, a Delaware limited liability company whose owners are not publicly disclosed. The question of where all those hundreds of million dollars went was never really answered. Today, we got an important clue. Business Insider reports, in fact, it was Jared Kushner who approved the creation of AMMC. And when Kushner and others created the company in April 2018, they picked Trump's daughter-in-law, Laura Trump to become its president. Not just that, Vice President Mike Pence's nephew, John Pence, as its vice president. That's a nice job for a nephew. Trump campaign CFO Sean Dolman got chosen to be the Treasury and Treasurer and Secretary. Now, according to the report, that same shell company, they spent $617 million, almost half of the campaign's $1.26 billion war chest. I, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. $600 million going through a Shadow LLC, come on, people. Can't you see what your money is being used for? $2.5 million homes, uh, uh, land rovers, and all. Come on, now. That is what it's all about. The politics is just the raw material, and you provide the money. It should be illegal to do stuff like this. But you know what? If you continue and want to be gullible, why not take advantage? And that is exactly what Donald Trump has done to all of the 74 million people who's voted for him. Now think about that. $617 million passes through 
uh, Trump's son-in-law, Kushner, and uh, that the guy who did Trump's media got a house for two point five million, two condos a million each, a four hundred dollar yacht, four hundred thousand dollar yacht, a Benz, a uh, think about that. Those are your donations. They are making money off of your donations. Those are millions of dollars. As people are starving, as people are in food lines, as people are without work, as pe- these are they look that there's a certain kind of hate that they have to have for you to be able to to you know. But you know, Donald Trump actively said he went on camera and he said. I love stupid people. I am not calling you stupid. Donald Trump called you stupid. Imagine that. Imagine that. I think you, most of you who give to Donald Trump are good people who are trying, who are hoping for somebody who says, I am here. I am here. Look at my problems as well. I understand that. But you have to meet the people trying to help halfway. And it starts by not being snowed by Fox News, AON, Newsmax, and all these other places that completely take advantage of you. So my right-wing brothers and sisters, it is time to get off the Trump train. Because the Trump train is bleeding you dry. They are looking at you and they're laughing at you. And it's the same thing that happens. It's the same thing that's happened. How to, uh, Bruce says you're preaching to the choir. Actually, Bruce, we have a lot of right-wingers. Uh, tell us how to get on the proper road so we, can, so we can all go. The proper road, we are already started the, the proper road. And the proper road is simply part of what we're doing here. Because we can reach people on the right. You know, I mean, we have some of the right wingers in here that just go out there and talk a lot of stuff. But believe it or not, the fact that they're. Let me explain something to you, Bruce. And this is important. When we have a lot of people in the right in our, on our Facebook page and elsewhere, because we get a taste of their circle, of their sphere of influence, this also gets into their sphere. It just happens to be how social media works. So, just being here, supporting our program, making sure we are here is very, very important. So I thank all my right-wingers that are here, my left-wingers that are here, everybody that's here actually make a difference. Now, we're going to have tasks later on, but we got we to gotta try to win Georgia first. Anybody who can uh, provide phone handling in Georgia, call the Democratic Party in Georgia and help them out. You can actually provide some assistance there. Okay, uh, before I forget... Anybody who's on YouTube or not, please consider clicking join, become a member of YouTube, our YouTube posse. And our good friend, Bridge MCP, made us a new poster. Here it is on the screen. She says, politics done right with Egberto Willis. Donate, support, subscribe, join the PDR posse. Thank you so kindly for that that meme there that you did for us, uh, Bridge MCP. I appreciate that so kindly. Okay, folks, please go ahead and click that join button if you are on YouTube right now. Become a new member. If you're not on YouTube right now, there are other ways for you to join our posse. And the way to join our YouTube posse is simply to go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Again, that is politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Click on that. 
become a part of our YouTube posse. Thank you for that, that image. I love that image that you did. Um, uh, now, you can also get my book. It's called It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Neighbor Friends, All That Good Stuff. That's the link on there. But if you want to, that's the Amazon link. If you want to eliminate the middleman, go directly to our store, politicsunright.com slash store, politicsunright.com slash store. Of course, we, all, we accept PayPal as well. Please consider supporting us via PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal, or our Patreon, which is politicsunright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Those are all the ways that you can support us. Make sure that we are a part, uh, that you can help us keep this stuff going. This is actually a pretty expensive endeavor. Uh, pretty, pretty when you, when you take up all that we have to do. So I do support whatever support you guys can provide to make sure and invest in a program that you know is going to make a difference. And we have a lot of you right here right now that I've always that I that I that I owe so much to for making sure this program stays alive. You guys are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now to continue, let's go ahead and listen to Greg Palace. Greg has a whole lot to say. And then it seems like I'm gonna to have to leave the center right video for the next time around because we're running out of time. Here you go, Greg. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. I'm here with Greg Palace. Everybody knows who he is. He's the guy that's doing that big fight in Georgia right now. He's suing the state. Greg Palace, talk to me about what's going on in Georgia right now. Give us an update. I know there's a hell of a lot going on out there. Okay, yes. Back in September, I, I did an investigation with my team. You know, I usually work for uh, media outlets like uh, the Election Crimes Bulletin, which you have on, uh, uh, on Pacifica Network. Democracy Now, Bar Guardian, etc., Rolling Stone. But this time I decided I would work with the voting rights groups. The ACLU issued a report of mine saying that 198,351 voters were illegally purged, that is, got canceled off the voter rolls of Georgia before the general election. This is a story that the big media didn't cover. Now, supposedly uh, Biden won by just squeaked by by just 12,000 votes. But you have to understand, they, they shoplifted a couple hundred thousand votes from Biden and the Democrats. That should have been over with. But uh, so the what happened was the uh, the when the we went into now a Senate runoff. And for those who don't know, if whoever wins the two Senate seats, which are up for grabs in a runoff, which will be decided January 5, though early voting has started, uh, whoever wins that will control the United States Senate. Uh, so if the Republicans win, they can Mitch McConnell uh, has been reelected. If uh, the Democrats win, he's going to be, uh, I guess, getting some of that COVID unemployment payout. Uh, so a lot is at stake. So as a result, they've cranked up the Jim Crow. They've cranked up the attack on voters of color. Uh, now that's they got to get a lot of voters of color because as of this year, according to the census, Georgia's become a white minority state. A lot of that is because of a massive increase in the Hispanic and Asian American population voters. So they're going after, by the way, not just black folk. It's not just Jim Crow. It's Kim Crow going after, you know, Asian Americans and Jose Crow after the Hispanic vote. 
Now, how are they doing this? Well, I just told you that they're removing 200,000 people, but there's other tricks. And I'll get into the suit in, in a minute, but I want to tell you a couple of other tricks. I just, By the way, if you're wondering, um, I just got back from Atlanta from investigating work in Georgia, uh, coming home for the holidays. I'll be back on the ground there for the election. Now, I was in Cobb County. Now, where's Cobb County? It extends out from Atlanta. And I understand Cobb County is... A, considered uh, GOP territory. They elected Newt Gingrich several times. They were stunned, the Republicans that control the county, when Joe Biden won cop. Mm -hmm. So they went into full panic. So what did they do? Um, One of the reasons Biden won is that they had massive turnout in early voting, a record turnout. You know, people, but not just mailing in their ballots because the African-American voting rights group said mailing in your ballot is dangerous stuff. You're handing someone who doesn't want your vote to count every excuse to knock off your ballot. Like you don't have a return address, you leave off a middle initial on your return address, that type of thing. You will lose your vote. So people stayed in line to vote. And that's how Biden won Cobb County. So what did they do? They, they had 11 early voting stations in Cobb. And they simply closed the six that were in African-American neighborhoods. It's just that raw. They closed six voting stations in black neighborhoods and left open the five in the white neighborhoods. But I got to tell you, I was in Cobb. So the black, the black population just got in buses and cars and anything that moves, scooters, you name it, bicycles. I kid you they not. They were voting. They were moving into those white areas and voting. And I got to say, so the... And by the way, the turnout, every single day, weekday, weekend, doesn't matter. You're seeing massive, massive, massive lines. The, well, the, in the general election, the turnout was a record. And now in the runoffs, which usually have a big drop-off, right. in the runoffs, the turnout is even higher than in the general election. People know that everything is at stake. And by the way, that's not just the Democrats coming out. It is the white evangelicals are voting like their lives depend on it. So both sides are jamming the polls. But but like I say, they're, they're playing these tricks. They're closing the early polling stations. Um, crazy stuff. Like one of the other things that, that uh, the Palace investigative team uncovered was what we call no car, no vote. They they've passed a sneaky little rule, which we caught that said, if you don't have a car registered in Georgia, your voter register, if you can't register to vote in Georgia, they can challenge your voter registration. And I said, wait a minute, you have to buy a car to vote in Georgia? <laughs> well, tax. Not exactly. And yeah, it would be the most expensive, you're right, <laughs> to be the most expensive poll tax in American history and poll taxes are unconstitutional. So what are they doing? What they're saying is, if you don't have a car registered, well, you might not actually live here. You might be faking it. Well, that's cute. How? Who doesn't have a car but is a citizen? One, low-income people who can't mm-hmm. afford a car. If you're poor and you can't afford a car, okay, you don't have a car registered. Does that mean you can't vote? The other is um, if you are living in an urban area and use the public transportation, and, and, and once again, the Atlanta voters are Democrats, white, black, whatever. And finally... Uh, I know that this was uh, uh, almost knocked out a vote of a young woman I know who lives in Savannah, who's a student, my daughter, uh, who had a hell of a time voting. 
her friends, many of her student friends couldn't vote because they didn't go through the process that she did. You have to fight. They'll challenge your vote. Then you got to go to a hearing. You have to go to a hearing and fight to get your vote back and prove that you're a resident. Now, here's the thing. If you get challenged because uh, you registered December, you know, by the re-registration date of December 7th, if you get challenged. Um, you are not going to get that hearing until after this election is over. That's the trick. They said, oh, well, we'll give you your vote back. You just have to show up at a hearing. So first of all, who's going to show up at a, go through a whole exactly. court process, their vote? Even if you do, it's too late. This is the game that's being paid. And by the way, how many voters are being challenged? 300,000. 300,000. Wow. Now, are they, are, is this an active challenge going on right now? Yes. And so what's happening is the ones – that the uh, that these uh, uh, cracker commissioners are doing those are the most devastating because those are going to be holding off voters till after the election. But there's also a private organization called True the Vote, and they're True the Vote has uh, they're at the core of the challenge of 300,000 new registrants. Their view uh, now I, I rarely really use this term, but they truly are a racist organization. They've been specializing in knocking off, especially. Uh, voters of color, uh, they are very active in Texas, in Arizona, and now they're they're literally targeted 300,000 voters and saying, don't let them vote. Um, and this is the game that's being played now. We just, like I say, so now the new thing is um, the filing of a lawsuit to get back. Remember I said that they removed 200,000 voters illegally, according to the ACLU report that I issued. So picking up my report, Black Voters Matter, which is founded by uh, Latasha Brown and Cliff Albright, Black Voters Matter, and uh, Operation Rainbow Push, the Reverend Jackson's organization, and you've got uh, other groups, uh, and out of Texas, Southwest uh, Voter uh, Registration Education Project, which is based in Texas, they have, they sued, they joined the suit, uh, especially to protect uh, Hispanic voters in Georgia big new group and so we had by the way a one-day trial we had the best voting rights lawyers in america including this will be interesting fred gray now fred gray for those who know civil rights history may recognize that name he was rosa parks's lawyer in 1954 and uh, martin luther king's first lawyer during our trial he our he was a lawyer uh, one of our chief lawyers he turned 90 during the trial so, I mean, he's been working. By the way, right. <laughs> imagine, you know, it's like you feel like, oh, what have I done with my life? Uh, when you watch him, we had great lawyers. And so we're going to have a, the trial continues. The problem is that uh, we didn't win an injunction to get everyone just simply stuck. We said, look, this is clearly a list of people wrongly removed. Put them back on. We can't wait for a full trial. They got to be back on now for this election. Um, and the judge said, yeah, the list looks pretty like there's real problems with this purge list. He one he ordered the state to sit down with us and um, and try to work it out. They've been, you know, we they've disappeared. They're you know we're trying to chase them around. Then he said, look, they didn't have enough legal notice to give you an injunction. So we decided, okay, we'll give you new notice. So we issued a press release. We're having a press conference. We wrote up a new suit, uh, press conference. Um, we notified the secretary of state. We got in front of the state capitol, all these big shot lawyers, and then all the TV cameras, NBC, CNN, etc. And we 
march up the Capitol steps and into the governor's office and past the governor's office to the secretary of state. And the door is locked. They, shut, they, shut. they, shut. Lock, they the lock the doors. This is a state office. They lock the doors. They turned off the lights. You know, like, and here's the cameras rolling. It was like a comedy, you know. Um, so then they put a little tag on the door with a, with a phone number. And of course, it went straight to voicemail. So then we said, ah, I'll tell you what. Latasha Brown from Black Voters Matter said, you know what? They have another office in another building. Let's go see if maybe that's where they're hiding out. So we go over there. All that's lawyers, cameras. That I, and they're high, kind of hiding behind the door was the director of elections. So we said, bang, we slapped him with the lawsuit, new lawsuit. And then uh, Latasha Brown starts saying, when are we meeting? The judge wants you to meet with us. When are we meeting? Uh, we'll get around to this. Look, the election's in two weeks. Don't play games. When are we meeting? You know, so they gave us a runaround. Then I took over and I said, look. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller. I'll take two tomatoes and a cucumber. Poodle pamperer. <laughs> piano tuner. Or plumber. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Break free from the big three. Get unlimited with 5G included for $30 a month when you get four lines on Xfinity Mobile. Prices may vary and are subject to change. Reduce speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Mrs. Uh, you know, we have, I have uh, a Mr. Miguel Diaz. I have a Mr. Watson. I have a Mrs. Jordan. These are people you said moved who never moved. You're going to put them back on the voter rolls? Here's three names. He says, well, I'll look at the evidence. I said, no, 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 no. You don't have evidence that they moved. I have them on videotape in their homes saying, right. I'm still here. Now, okay, you look at the videotape. If you look at the videotape and you look at the records, will you agree that they haven't moved and you'll let them vote? So he still wouldn't agree. I said, and by the way, I got a list of 198,000 more people <laughs> you put right back up. No. So I said, I'll tell you what. And then I confronted him about something else. Now I said, their claim is that these voters moved out of Georgia. Now, Alberto, you can't vote in Georgia if you don't live in Georgia. Or right. You, live, you know, it's against the law. So were there 198,000 illegal voters? Well, let me tell you, before you remove someone, from the voter rolls on grounds that you think that they moved. You have to do, you have to do something that makes complete sense. Call the post office. You have to mm -hmm. contact the post office. Now here's the deal. God, I sound like Biden. I'm saying, here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Been around it too long. Yeah. So, so um, if you're going to remove someone for moving, you have to check with the post office. It's not only common sense to check with the post office. It's the federal law. law. It says right in the federal law, you have to check with the post office. By the way, the way you do that, you hire a contractor who has the right to go into the post office right, computers. Right, right. Because uh, the post office already doesn't have enough time to do anything. Right. So you hire these officially licensed post office uh, representatives, companies, and we did. Uh, in fact, the Palace Investigative Fund hired three of them, three of these firms, just to make sure that we got it right. And they all came back with the same exact answer, 198,000 people wrongly removed. Same answer. 
the state never checked with the post office, but they lied to the court. They lied to the court. You think that your public officials don't lie to the courts, don't perjure themselves? Well, they do. They straight up lied to the court and said they checked with the post office, even though, in fact, they specifically said that they use a, a licensee, which you must designate by federal law. You have to say you got use a licensee. They said they used a company called Anchor. So we called Anchor and they said, no, we didn't work for these guys. We work for you. (laughs) We hired them. They didn't. And so they lied. This is what these guys do. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. The Democratic Party always tells me, they always get very upset when I talk about vote suppression. They say, oh, that'll stop people from voting. Well, you know, Stacey Abrams proved them wrong. She runs an organization called Fair Fight Georgia. She's been screaming with me about voter suppression in Georgia, and that has increased the turnout. The reason is that people, what we find is that people get angry that someone's when trying to When you try to, to take away vote. their vote. So you know what? And when someone's trying to take something away from you, you know it's valuable. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother stealing it. Now, now Greg, um, this is obvious. This is quite obvious. And we have a very important election that is not only Georgia-based, it's nationally, it, it has national consequences. Yeah. Um, how, what's the probability that you get the vote for those 200, those 198,000 people who are illegally removed before January 5th? Well, as the, the judges ask us actually about this, about how we were doing independently of the court. And uh, it's one of the issues, how many we've already gotten back on. We've run a big campaign. In fact, uh, Rose, we have a 20 foot high by 40 foot wide giant electric electronic billboard over Atlanta before the uh, final registration day, we had Rosario Dawson giving messages um, so that people would look up and see Rosario Dawson. Of course that caught their eye. Then it's a registration. So we think we did the black voters matter sent out 98,000 postcards, Uh, SV rep, the Hispanic organization was contacting people. We also ran several PSAs in Spanish. So they re-registered. So we re-registered. We how many did you um? How many did you get back? So we we believe that we got about uh, twenty some thousand back, oh. maybe thirty thousand, which is a lot, but a it lot. ain't enough. And here's the problem, Egberto: when you've been removed from the voter rolls, you don't know it until you show up. Right. And so people show up and they lose their vote. They get thrown out. Or, and this is a very tr- sad thing. I talked to one woman. Uh, in Stone Mountain, uh, an African-American family, uh, Stone Mountain, and she was voting. She was going back to vote under this gigantic monument to the Confederacy. Uh, I've been um, there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of carved into the mountain. So, but now this big African-American community has just moved in middle class and, and they're all voting. And she was handed a provision. She said, well, I didn't have a problem. I just had to fill out a provisional ballot. Not counted. And then I looked at her and I, and she said, they're not counting it, are they? I said, no. I said, because if you're not on the voter rolls, here's, are you ready for this weird one? Federal law requires that they give you a provisional ballot, one of those yellow things that you fill out right. and fill out the envelope and all that. So federal law says, if there's a problem with your voting, you must get a provisional ballot. But Georgia law says that ballot can't count because it doesn't matter why you've been removed. If you're not on the voter rolls, your vote can't count no matter what. So you fill out this form, and that's really bad because you think you voted and you haven't, right. and then you don't re-register. So we've got this problem of trying to reach people to say, re-register, re-register. But now we've lost the registration deadline. That was December 7th. We got as many back as we could. And by the way, if you're listening in Texas, 
I'm going to tell you what I tell everyone. And Texas is real bad on this. Check your registration a month, two months before you're about to vote. So every yeah. September or every June, if you're going to vote a primary, whatever, always check your registration more than a month in, in advance because if you're removed, you can re-register. And I got to tell you, I checked here in California and I was purged from the voter rolls. That's what you told me last, last time. Yeah. And I re-registered. Look, uh, Greg, we got to wrap this up. So why don't okay. you give me the outcome for that you expect out of Georgia? Um, a, in two, two, I want two outcomes. One, what do you think is going to be the result of the election? And Well, first, what do you think is going to be the result of you getting enough people re-registered to vote or reincorporated into the voter list? And number two, uh, what's the prospects of winning uh, both of those Senate seats? Okay, two things. Uh, the the chance of everyone getting back on the voter rolls, we'll leave it up to the courts. It's going to be a hell of a fight. We don't know. But I do know this, that this is going to be a record turnout, which has never happened for a run out, this a runoff. This is going to be through the roof. Everyone who can vote will. So that's number one. And we don't know how that's going to come out in terms of who wins. I also know that all the tricks from no car, no vote, uh, moving, closing election, uh, electoral, you know, closing early voting stations in black areas, cutting off early voting on weekends, which is illegal, but most of the counties in Georgia are now doing that because they know that African-Americans and Hispanics vote on right. the polls Sunday. So they're closing those stations. The raw stuff. So I'll tell you this. If everyone gets to vote, um, given what happened with Biden, and now it's a bigger turnout, uh, there's no question the Democrats walk away with it. Good. However, the Jim Crow factor, the disqualification of ballots, the disqualification of voters is so enormous, so enormous that that could tip it the other way. And again, I'm not telling people how to vote or who should win. I'm just saying I would like to see the voters right. choose the senators, not Jim Crow. Well, uh, Greg Palace, investigative journalist. He's been all over the place. Uh, the Guardian, Wall Street. He's written for everybody. So, folks, uh, uh, look, keep up the good works. I, I hope your suit works out perfectly in Georgia. And I hope the outcomes is what we need as a country. Thank you so kindly for having been here with us, Greg. And if you want to uh, catch the follow-up or watch the films that we're making from Georgia, go to gregpalast.com, gregpalast.com, or um, they're being issued by um, uh, at Leo DiCaprio. Go to Leo DiCaprio's uh, Instagram story page, and you'll get some of our stories there, too. Very good. Get Thank to you. his website, folks, gregpalast.com. Thank you so kindly, Greg. Have a good one. You got it. Bye-bye. Stay safe. We All right, folks, I hope you enjoyed that. That was Greg. Uh, let me go ahead and start. Let's see, we are at 55. Let me start saluting my folks. Robert Reed, welcome aboard. I have not heard one attractive reason for why blacks should vote in Georgia for those seats. Neither one of those candidates seem to be offering any tangible to black voters. Uh, are there any tangibles that are being offered by the... Uh, I want to tackle this because I have, I have, I have two good friends that are with the movement called Withhold the Vote in Georgia. And I'm in complete disagreement with them. You see, because it seems to uh, too many are looking at this. Look, there's nothing special about Ossoff or uh, Warnock that, you know, when it comes to what are they doing for the black voter? That's not the question. It is an independent question, yes. But th there are 
big implications for those two seats. Any black person that does not go to vote for Asaf and Warnock are doing more harm to black people and everybody else in the country than if they just go ahead and sit out and allow the two Republicans to win. That's a, sta- that's a categorical fact. So, I mean, in this game of politics, you have to know when to fold. You have to know when you, uh, to wait to fight for a better day. And we have to learn that internally. And you have to be, an, you have to be a mature voter to understand these concepts. And we must understand these concepts if things are to get better. Look, I was not a Biden supporter. I was a Bernie Sanders strong supporter because of the policies, the egalitarian policies that we want in this country. That's what personally I supported. Well, everybody ganged up on, on him and supported Biden. And to put it bluntly, black people in South Carolina supported Biden and they are the ones who took him over the top. I was in complete disagreement. I was in Nevada fighting for for uh, brother brother um, uh, uh, for brother Bernie Sanders. I was out there. In, I was fighting hard for him. But when it was clear that the Democratic Party was not yet going to have the egalitarian system, we we're going to get Biden. I said, "Well, I have to be all in for Biden because Biden is where it is now. That's where we're at." Progressives, you want something great, you have to fight for it. You have to fight for it and you have to win. But until you fight for it and win, you have to do the next best thing. And that is what I'm doing. My next best thing was Biden because that's who the Democratic Party picked. And I fight like hell for Biden. I, I will fight like hell to get Biden over Trump. I will fight like hell to get Asaf and Warnock over those two Republicans who do not mean well for the average American citizen, black, white, or otherwise. It is important that we understand not what, what the gut tells you. Some, sometimes you're like the heart is telling you, you know, Warnock has a church. He's in Martin Luther King's church. He runs Martin Luther King's church. And as my friend would tell me, she says, Egberto, Mira lo que está pasando alrededor de donde está. Look at what's happening around um, um, uh, Martin's church, MLK's church. It's surrounded by the homeless. It is surrounded by uh, a lot of people who've lost their homes. And then we're having uh, gentrification in the area. And Warnock is the pastor there. Shouldn't he pay up? What? No. You have to know when to fold. You get Warnoff and you get all these guys in there and then you start to extract a pound of flesh. That is what you do. Brother Reed again says, I think I'm being very mature. I was not calling you immature. If, I, if it's, I may have said that, but in, in just, I'm not saying that at all, Reed. I'm asking you to just uh, think through what I'm saying. So forgive me. I'm sorry. If I, if I gave that impression that I was speaking to you directly as Robert Reed being immature. That's not what I meant at all. So forgive me if that's what it came across. Robert Reed says, 
I, th- I did not say blacks should not vote for those seats. I said no one has given me a compelling reason to do so. And to which I tell you, brother, Robert Reed, there is no compelling reason other than a national reason and a reason for getting better temporary economic policies. That's the only reason. It's not on a personal thing for black people in this case. Uh, sending uh, Ossoff and Warnock to the Senate does nothing special for black people. It does something special for America, which includes black people. Okay? That's what we're talking about. So, I, I, and I'm speaking to you, sir, respectfully. Okay? And I am asking you respectfully, sir, when you hear another black person say something like that, to tell him or her, this is bigger than just the black issue. This is an existential issue for us in America, for which we black folk are a subset, but we are all Americans. So that's all I'd say respectfully, sir. Respectfully. I don't have time to go through all of these things. Robert Cutter, uh, Brother Cutter says, that election is not just for Georgia, it's for the entire country and could be argued the world, especially when it, you are so right, sir. You are so right. And I think deep inside, I think that's what Robert was telling me when he says, I did not say blacks not to vote for those seats. I said, no one has given me a compelling reason to do so. Well, I think that compelling reason is, is there, sir. And I, AVQ, thank you so kindly. Uh, look, brothers and sisters, thank you for being here. Please consider going to my, uh, to get, get in my book. I got to do this real quick. Because I gotta keep the I gotta keep the lights on, folks. Uh, please consider getting my book at Amazon. I just put the link in there. Uh, if you want to cut out the middle person, please consider going directly to my store, politicsandright.com/store, politicsandright.com/store. Please consider also supporting us via PayPal. That is politicsandright.com/paypal, politicsandright.com/paypal, as well as our Patreon, politicsandright.com/patreon, spell P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, I appreciate you. I thank you. I know there are other places you could be, but guess what? You're here with me. Love you all. You know, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. When you sign up for FabFitFun, you know you're getting amazing products at an incredible value. But you're also getting so much more. 
you're getting the joy of choosing products that will bring out your best, the rush of discovering your new favorite things, and the satisfaction of knowing it all came straight to your door for one really low price. And the best part? You deserve it all. Get your box today. Go to fabfitfun.com and use code HAPPY to sign up.